0: Welcome to Helping Sales Radio, the enterprise software podcast you need in your life. I am your host, Bill Kishard. I want to thank you for joining us today. If you're a longtime listener, thank you for listening. It means so much to me that you spend this kind of time with us. And make no mistake, I do this for you, our longtime listeners. And if you're new, thanks for checking us out. Here's what you need to know: We are not your average technology podcast. We focus on authentic conversations with technology professionals who live and work all over the customer journey, from marketing to customer success, and we try to unpack innovative ways that people are taking a helpful approach with customers. We hardly ever edit the show. (laughs) We like to imagine that you are out there listening in on a conversation between a couple of friends because that's what we think you wanna be a part of, not some boring interview show with canned questions and scripted responses. That is not how we roll on helping sell radio. <laughs> so with that said, on with the show.
1: Welcome to Strike Deck Radio, a podcast focused on customer success and the leaders who are implementing best practices in our field. This podcast is brought to you by Strike Deck, a medallia company, and the Success League. My name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Success League. And my guest tonight is Bill Couchard. Oh my gosh, I'm a guest. <laughs> Script our um, our podcasts and edit them.
0: We have very different... <laughs> so I I'm just basically put
1: that right out there. I just
0: consulted you right on the... <laughs> right on the
1: front. Yeah, of we people. do have very different uh, we? do. We have podcasts, different we? styles. Yeah. Very different. Yeah, which is why you should all listen to both of them, because they're both yeah. awesome we, in their I, own special I, ways. I literally
0: do not edit the show unless a guest wants me to and says, please take that out, and I will. But... If I knock over a coffee cup and say, oh, it's in the show, that's the way it goes, that's life.
1: Um, I script mine pretty hard because I'm always a little nervous that I'm going to say something super dumb, and I say dumb things anyway, but, so I don't know why I bothered to do that, but I feel like it helps the guests be really prepared. I think the other thing that is different about ours is that um, I think we tend to be more topically focused, like each one is kind of its own little capsule of topics. And yes. you go broader with yours
0: too. Yeah, and the, the, you know what I say in the intro of, of Helping Sales Radio is we talk about the full customer journey. We talk to people in marketing, we talk to people in support. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few times when we talk to people who don't even care about enterprise anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in fact, I might give an example of one. Yeah. What are we are gonna talk about today? Should we tell them? Or is this you and me just having a good time? We're just gonna have a good time. Okay, oh, yeah. I have That's tons
1: cool. of questions. I am very curious about your podcast so i'm
0: going to ask you a lot of questions about the podcast okay so let's so what we were going to what kirsten and i thought we would do is talk to each other about each other's podcast but then the core of this is to share um some of our favorite episodes from the two podcasts because we talked to a lot of people in enterprise software and some very smart people and some people who have written books and people who are pr- practitioners that do the thing and so yeah um let's let's do that and then we'll take audience questions and there's a microphone right in the middle yeah so when you're ready to ask a question like in the last I don't know, half an hour or so We'll go up to the mic and let's do this. Okay, how, how do we want to start? You have well, questions. I, I have a question. She scripted some questions.
1: I do. I have a little mini script. So if you're ever on our podcast, I have you notes. Can count on getting a script. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you will have prep calls with Kristen.
0: You won't have a prep call with me. I think
1: that's okay. We had fun. We had fun doing our promo for this thing out in CS One Hundred. Okay, so that we, was totally unscripted. Did
0: anyone hear the little three-minute promo? Oh my gosh, we yes. have listeners! Oh my Yay! gosh! Yay! Oh Look at all the listeners! Yeah. So quite literally, we were at the CS 100 Summit, right? And I brought my microphones with me because just in case. And we, and
1: I saw your microphones, and I was like, Oh, we said, should record a promo. And so
0: without giving her any time to think about it, I put a microphone in her face. I yeah. like, let's do it right now. Here's here. Let's do it. Yeah,
1: it's, no, I think it came out
0: great. I think that's the beauty of podcasts. It's two people having a conversation. It is. It's not, there's no producers. There's no commercial. I have a producer. You have a producer? I do, Zara. Can you stand up? Zara, She's you're a producer. Back. She's Woo! our producer. She's
1: awesome. I don't have she a producer. does everything for us. So for us, um, I do all the um, scripting and okay. um, the interviewing. And Zara helps me line up guests and helps with the scheduling and then does all the pr- post-production work yep.
0: and coordinates all of that for us. Yep. So, yeah, and well, how do you do it? I don't know, I send a Zoom link out, I press record. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's also why I don't edit, it's strategic. It's, all, it's less work to do, Yeah. simple as that. It's not that complicated. I mean, yes, it's authentic that I wanna have a natural, I wanna shoot yeah. the breeze with someone smart and hope I learn something, yeah. that's true. But also, do you know how hard it is to edit? And like wait there and zip and zoom in and cut and trim and oh, it's awful. I mean, why would you ever want to do that for a living? And you know, people love it, but I We me.
1: we actually don't really have to do much editing to most of ours. Like there are some that are a little rougher than others. Sure, so sure. the the rough ones we edit, but, yep. but there's a lot of good ones. Yep. Yeah, that just I'm getting myself edited more than the other person's getting edited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're so conscious about that, yeah. right? Who
0: thinks they want to do a podcast ever? Who's ever thought about it? Nobody. Oh, I'm a few thinking, of them. Oh, oh, okay. There's like 10 of them. Okay. So then the question becomes, what's the equipment? What's your? What do you use to, okay. to do this? Okay, so
1: I, um, I travel a lot. I've been on the road most of this year. And so this is my podcasting equipment right here. It is a laptop and a little tiny headset thing that is very easy to pack and travel with, and that's what I record on. And we use a tool called Zencaster, and that's our um, technology that we use. And Zara, what do you use for editing? Adobe, Adobe? yeah, okay, Nancy. cool. So that you have much, I, I jazzed up this one with our <laughs> branding, but um, what uh, what's your equipment?
0: It, it, what, what I'm holding now is my equipment. Okay, um, and it looks a lot fancier than it actually is. So this is a box of three Behringer 1800 ultrasound S's. thirty nine ninety nine for a three pack of these microphones. From okay. Amazon. From Amazon, $13.33 per mic. This boom, reticulating boom <laughs> mic thing is $10.83. And the XLR wire, XLR to USB mic is, $9.87 so for less than the cost of those stupid Apple earbud wire things that break those are what those are 30 bucks right or 40 bucks I get this baby and 40 bucks for the equipment now I do get a little fancy this mic box these are $50 each these this are not This is cheap. the most expensive yeah. part of his
1: setup <laughs> yes. is these little things that go around the mics. That's correct yeah and
0: this, I have a little mixer on the table here. It's called a Zoom 86. 6 This is $400. This is expensive stuff. And this is, something like this is the only way you could have multiple microphones in the same room, right? So everything goes into this and then this goes into the computer, right? So you have to have this if you want to have multiple mics. But if you're just doing the ZenCaster yeah. or I use Zoom as my recording, I, you can just plug right into the computer. You don't even need that, Yeah. right?
1: So when we have international guests, we just have them get something along these lines, plug into their computer, yeah. and then they yeah. can just record while we're recording. And it's great. <laughs> it works out well. And then, it, and
0: then iTunes happens, and then it's yeah. know, whatever.
1: So the barriers to entry for podcasting are pretty low.
0: Yeah, the barrier to entry is the work. Yeah, it's it really work, is. It's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. yeah. So tell me, why did you start your podcast?
0: Sarah E. Brown made me do it and
1: okay. uh, she, she was on when I did my first So she and I co-hosted Helping Cells Radio. Yeah. If anyone
0: ever listened to the first, I don't know, 67 episodes or so, we co-hosted. It was a fun project, the two of us. And frankly, uh, there's two ways to answer this question. It was, our 80, it was our 20% time, if we have that, right? It was a sort of a side project. Yeah. Um, but attention is going to the earbuds, right? People are listening, to doing things with this while they're doing other things, right? That's where the attention is going. So if you want to reach people, you better be in their ears, right? Uh, or, or on Instagram, or forget about it, right? So that's kind of why. Okay. And also, the other answer is, oh my gosh, I call people who wrote books, and I say, you want to be on my podcast? And they say, yes, when can I be on? Now I have PR agencies calling me, saying, yeah. pitching me authors, can they be on your podcast, Bill? And I say, I don't know, you have to convince me. You uh, that's why and it's unbelievable how I get to get them. Sometimes they even send me a free book occasionally, so I, I can. Re, and I free reader, books, sorry. yay! Free books, yeah, totally. Yeah, so I get go. the book, I read it, and I ask a bunch of dumb questions, and they and I learn stuff. And like a little personal project for me. That's, yeah. that's why. Okay, cool. Yeah, and indirectly, I'm promoting Service Rocket, of course, because you know, it's Service Rocket Media this is the production company behind you know, oh, awesome. the operation, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, why did you do yours?
1: Um. I was looking for something to do with strike deck and my approach to working with the different software vendors has been to try to do something unique with each one Yeah, and uh, I think um, Sonia who was the original marketing person that I was working with um, had originally approached me and said hey do you want to do a webinar and I was kind of like oh, another webinar and I had been listening to a lot of podcasts and I had just listened to a podcast um, that was one called um, stuff your mom never told you it's kind of a yeah. feminist podcast and one of the things that they said on the podcast I listened to was um, that women have a tendency to wait until they're really good at stuff before they do it uh. and to train and train and and try to get to be an expert before they put themselves out there and um, that men to have a tendency to just go for it yeah. And I thought you know what I've been wanting to do a podcast and I'm just <laughs> gonna go for it so I talked Sonia from StrikeDeck into doing this with me as a project. Absolutely. And it's been fantastic. I think one of the things that I, I love that I, I've gotten to do is really highlight a lot of our customers that have been doing really cool things go. in customer success and really talk to people that are doing really innovative mm-hmm. things in our field. And, and that's been fun for me and great for our practice. Yeah. I learn something every single time I interview somebody. Totally so. yes. Yeah, that's That, it's is, great. The, that yeah. is the
0: mother load of the podcast. It it is.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, now what are we doing? I want to. I want to. It's all very or organized, people, as you can. Uh, as you can I am. I'm
1: following my script. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have kind of talked about this before. I want to hear about your favorite episodes. Maybe we can trade off my favorite episodes.
0: Okay. Let's. What's your favorite episode?
1: Um, I have a lot of them. I think probably a all time favorite. Um, Well, I have two sort of all-time favorites. So, John Leno from Service Titan was on, and what I loved about his was that he has a really cool project he's doing called his Align Campaign. And it's a way that they're aligning their customers and their customer success efforts around the business outcomes that their customers are after in a really scalable way. So it's it's really um, a pretty cool approach. And I love it that it's something that you could apply to um, a, like a digital customer success program. Yep. So, so I loved talking to him about that one. And I think he takes a really interesting approach to customer success and he's kind of on the cutting edge of what companies are doing in our field right now. So I, that was a fun conversation. And my second favorite one was one with um, a guy who was on our advisory board for a while called Steve Schwartz. And we talked about all of uh, our favorite books. It was just a podcast about all the books that we loved. I didn't listen to that one. Yeah, it's an older Mm. one. But as I was looking through my podcast list, I was like, oh yeah, that conversation with Steve. We talked about customer success books. We talked about leadership books. We talked about other random books that we had been reading. I had been reading The Handmaid's Tale. And just so many things. That was a fun episode. I I was
0: about to ask you before you said that, that you really stick to the customer success topic. Yes. VPs of customer success Yes. and all the different elements of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's plenty there to work yeah. with. For, and for us, since that's our, our area of specialty, I really like yep. to focus on it. I think you go much broader. So I'd love to hear your favorite episode. Okay, well,
0: my favorite episode was episode number 62 with Kristen Hare.
1: <laughs> You've just made up for the first part of this episode. <laughs> you know
0: what? This is a true story. So she got here a little early we were talking and and we were looking at each other's list, and I had her on my list. And I noticed she didn't have me on her list. He has been on the
1: podcast.
0: For so anyway. I figured we let's were move here. on. It's fine. It's fine. Shall yeah. we move on? Um, I, I did like the episode with you though, because uh, the topic was we suck at this this is sort of my words, but you know, we suck at data. And yeah. you were saying B2C companies use data really well and they know how to Mind that and then yeah. figure out, oh sell this person another camera. Yeah. And like we B2B people, we just have no clue. We just don't yeah. do it. I mean, maybe some of you do, but I mean, broadly speaking, we're not getting into our Hadoop instance and trying to, you know, come on. We're not yeah. doing that. Yeah. The customer said to me they want a green button. So obviously we need to change the project for green buttons product team. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. I, I yeah. Know. So That's no, that was of, a fun conversation. Yeah. And
1: then the other thing that you schooled me on was uh, that um there are no learning
0: styles, what was it? Oh. Time? Yeah. Because you know, my topic on her show is uh, training and education. Yeah. And she was asking me, yeah, she said, oh, yeah, because people have different learning styles. And you have to... I said, no, they don't. That's impot- that's No, Debunked, no such thing.
1: I don't know if I totally agree with this still, but. Yeah.
0: I know, people don't agree with um, facts all the time. It's true. <laughs> and I told you the I, I story. I like, oh,
1: I'm going to have to change one of my slides in my training. <laughs>
0: I was trying to help Kristen understand that learning styles are kind of like preferences. Like, yeah, I prefer pizza, but you know what? It's not healthy, right? Sorry, I prefer pizza over Brussels sprouts. But- I
1: prefer visuals.
0: You prefer that, but that's not how you learn. That was my point I'm making to her. Okay. I prefer prefer audio. That's why this isn't on my favorite episode list. (laughs) Or this is why she she crossed her. I'm hand. like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really a good guest, I swear. No, okay, we're a great guest. Uh, what else? Well, who, who else is no, on your list? Who else is on my list? Yeah, let's let's see. Oh, um, I got lost.
1: I got to call out Kim Oslo because she was my very first guest. Ooh, the and first guest. Very first guest. Did you
0: do non-guest episodes? I don't know this. No. Or just the first no, episode? No, that was my first episode, Whoa. and
1: um, and she did a great job, and she put up with my. Uh, lack of experience in broadcasting and uh, she uh, she talked about your first 90 days in a customer success leadership role which I thought was a really great topic and we haven't had anybody approach it in such an organized way as her so yeah. I, I thought she had a really cool yeah. approach so she's one of my favorites and I keep thinking back to that one yeah. and I've referred a lot of people back to that one even though it's sort That's of cool. embarrassing on my part but yeah
0: yeah it's the first episode that's yeah,
1: it takes a while to get used to this. How did
0: you get to? You're in the 60s now. Yeah. What are you up to? You're 147, 100, yeah. and I have like three recorded on my computer now, like that uh-huh. haven't been edited yet.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't mean editing, like oh. in the I mean the ends.
1: Oh. got the music. Oh. <laughs> 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 sure, sure. I've just been called
0: out. <laughs> yeah, 140 something. Oh, okay. But how did you we're know you were gonna get past? You're 62 mm-hmm. how did you know you were gonna get past the first five
1: Um, I didn't and yeah. um, we just kind of kept going and we, we did have I will say we did have a pause the first summer we yep. started in I think December of 2016 and by the middle of 2017 we kind of had had run out of our guests and we hadn't been keeping uh, yeah. up we release a new episode every other week and so uh, we hadn't kept up. And so we had to do a little blurb that, you know, you hear on podcasts all the time, like, hey, there'll be some more episodes in a few months, um, and then get caught back up on our episodes. But we haven't had to do that since. Yeah, yeah. And so I think once we got past that point, um, we knew that we were gonna keep going. And that's pretty good. I, I love it. I, I find that it's really helpful for my consulting practice.
0: Are you getting business? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I've had guests twice tell me that someone listened to the, the episode of Golfing Sales Radio about them and they hired that person. That's yeah. happened twice. That's cool. Yeah,
1: it's really cool. I said, and where's my 10%? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a charity. Yeah, no, I, I think it's it's great. I, I learn a ton. Totally. So tell me about another favorite Okay. yours. Yeah, we
0: don't do all customer success podcasts, but my first two are customer success people. So I want to call it episode 81. It's Allison Pickens. I think you all know who she is. Um, Chief, if you don't, Chief Customer Officer at Gainsight. Um, we, what?
1: She's like the Chief Operating Officer.
0: So she's COO now? She's got promoted? Speaking of, okay, well, I didn't know that. Hell. No. LinkedIn.com slash, okay. Um, I talk to her about you know outcomes, and if you listen to the show, I challenge customer success people a lot, and I say, when are we gonna actually talk about customer success and not our success? Because all we talk about all day long <laughs> is our churn, and blah, 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 it's all like, hey, hello, hello, there's a customer out there, what about them? And so we even have customer in the name of our titles. And somehow we're talking about our stuff. So I challenge them and they tell me, yeah, yeah, they give me answers that that don't make me happy. But she said that the ultimate outcome is when your customer gets promoted because they implemented your software. That was a cool little insight that we talked about because, I mean, think about it. We should all be doing some API call on our software in LinkedIn and finding out when our customers are changing jobs and like run a mat report. Yeah. That's the hell a cool about report. usage and like logged in six times this week. Who cares? Yeah. The customer get promoted. That's what I want to know. Yeah, That was one. cool. So she's, she's smart. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. One. What about you? What's yours? Uh, Next one. Are we running out? No, I still have a couple more. Okay. You
1: have a couple more. Oh, I got, I got. Okay. So many more. My feet just um, keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Metcalf. 155 um, that was a really good one too we talked about how to motivate your customer success team and their yeah, product great. is a product that is around employee performance and um, motivating and communicating effectively with your employees and so I love that episode I I as a you know former um, leader in, of customer success teams and sales teams, Um, motivation of your team is really critical and I love talking about that and so that was a really fun one and we had a really good time and he's super creative in that area and so they um, they have a product around it but they also do a lot of that inside their own team and they have some really interesting motivational things they do in their group and so that was a really fun conversation I enjoyed talking with him so there's an
0: interesting see now 15.5 15.5 has some kind of an employee engagement. Yeah, they have an right?
1: employee engagement and performance.
0: So tool. it's like, are, the, see I would take that interview with, are you doing internally what you do when you sell they it to are. customers? Right? <laughs> yeah, That's a good one. That's a good, yeah, that's it good was, angle.
1: It was good and and they are, they are walking the walk. Really? So, yeah, they're very committed to it and it's great. It's yeah, great to cool. hear.
0: It's kind of like if you sell sales software, uh-huh. And you, you, to a sales team. Yeah. Are you good at sales? Yeah. And they're, are you? They're not always. <laughs> think about being a customer success manager for a sales team. Could you help them sell better? Yeah. Like what?
1: Yeah, I have to say one of the worst salespeople that has ever engaged with me uh, was trying to sell me a CRM system. Come on. I know. It's true.
0: The cobblers' was, children was, have no whatever. Yeah. Have no, iPads. no game. Yeah.
1: No sales game. So. Yeah, what's your next one? Okay, I'm
0: going to go off the topic a little bit, but um, episode 67 was with a uh, Harvard law professor who wrote a book called Smart Collaboration. Her name is Heidi Gardner. I can't believe a Harvard professor said, yes, I'll be on your podcast. I'm like, um, I hope Zoom works today. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I, so of course I read her book, and of course I prepared for that. Uh, I prepare for all the podcasts, but I just don't like to read the script, but um, her insight in her book was Really cool. She's talking ab- about professional services organizations and how they have silos of expertise Right They're doing different implementations in different business units of their customers think about Accenture at the extreme, you know They're helping all kinds of verticals. Let's say her research shows that when, vertic- when internal consulting teams collaborate across silos in the interest of the customer, revenues go up. So if I'm doing the ERP implementation and that's my team. And I hear in the back, through the, you know, between the lines that my customer is saying they're having trouble with risk management and their compliance and all that. I say, hey, Joe is our VP of risk management practice. And you say to your customer, hey, I heard you heard, can I bring in Joe from our risk just have to have a conversation? And she bring in other practices. So to me, and she says, the more practices you bring in, there's a correlation between the increase in your revenue. And she has data to back this up. And it's absolutely brilliant. And I just wonder, all of us in SAS and customer success, like how often do we in customer success bring in other teams? So I'll just give an example of us, LearnDot. Um, sometimes our customers say, we need help marketing our training. Now, strictly speaking, we don't have a service that says training marketing solution for you. We're gonna help you with your Facebook ads or whatever it is. We just help with the software and how do you make the training good, let's say. But why can't I talk to our marketing team and say, hey, customers need help with marketing. Why don't we bring you in and maybe we figure this out, right? And maybe that becomes an offering. Of course, we've done that once out of, out of six years, so it's not like we're good at it. But I, you know, I listen to this episode and I say, whoa, Why aren't we doing that? So Heidi Gardner, episode 67, download it today.
1: Okay, so you brought up, I hope Zoom works. Have you ever had anything go horribly wrong with an episode? No. Really, never? That's a lot of episodes to not have anything go wrong.
0: I'm really thinking, mm, occasionally the audio isn't very good. Occasionally, there is, you know, like the connection drops. Uh-huh. But then you sort of just stop and you cut that part out and you redo the question and oh, you keep editing. going. <laughs> Hold on. Everyone pay attention to what I'm about to say. We hardly ever edit the show. <laughs> anyway. Um, have you had anything bad happen? Yes. Well, yeah. About?
1: So, um... So one of the downsides of scripting, um, to be honest, is that it's a script. And some of our guests, before we started saying, hey, it really works best if you do your answers in bullets, would actually write out every word that they were gonna say. And we had one guest, and I'm not gonna name any names, who the first time around- I assure you it wasn't me. Was so scripted sounding, it sounded like a robot. Oh, yeah we listened to it and we tried to edit it and we tried to make it work and we just ended up having to be really honest with her and say we need to re-record Whoa. this because it just can't go out like this. Um, so that was really our biggest disaster. I mean there's been... That's hard. I have never had to do that. That's hard. Yeah. We also had to tell somebody that the topic she... We had one where she just did not know her topic well enough. Really? And we got into the interview and it just ended up being a really short interview and we couldn't publish that one either so, i have found yeah speaking of that
0: a major major monumental factor of a hundred difference between an author of a book and a regular vp who's smart at what they do the person who wrote the book needs no prep they know what they're doing in fact all i have to do is say hi and they could just do the whole podcast because they're they, this is what they do but if you're a VP of whatever, you just do your job. You're just good at it. I, so I ask the questions, like, how do you do it? You're like, I don't know, I just sort of you know, work do hard. And, you know, my team is smart and <laughs> do it figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know. of course you know, but it's it's not that everyone who's not an author isn't good, but uh, I mean, somewhat like you're saying, it's like, yeah. you know, sort of, it, it, and it might not be that they don't know it. It might be they're not good at communicating it or nervous, yeah. a, I don't know. I think nervous was part of
1: it and yeah. just, was, wasn't was able to get into enough detail that it yeah. was going to be a valuable podcast so that happened and then we've had a, a number of times when my wi-fi was unstable or oh the other person's wi-fi zara poor zara has had to deal with this a few times we've been remodeling our house and i work from a home office when i'm here in the bay area and so that's been a, a wi-fi challenge so i actually ended up yeah. having to take workspace because i just can't keep working at home and trying to record podcasts that cut out halfway through. So, yeah. yeah, so that's been kind of the biggest disasters for us. I thought you would have more that you've like double the episodes we have.
0: I, I, I don't think so.
1: You didn't ever drop anything on your equipment or.
0: Well, yeah, but big deal. You're just like, you know, leave it yeah. in the episode. All Not right. Uh, a couple of times in the first, maybe 50 episodes, the hardest thing for me was interrupting the guest. To, at to interject and ask the question and keep it moving along there was one episode where the woman just went on forever and i was nervous about interrupting and um i think that's i mean it's like bad manners to interrupt on the other hand it's also bad podcasting yeah you have to i'm getting a little better at this but i'm still a little tentative but you have to interrupt because you go whoa, 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 whoa yeah, yeah, yeah. you just said something cool there blah blah blah, blah. and then mm-hmm. you can yeah then you sort of keep it going because if you just let the person go no matter how smart it is like on and on and on and, I, and so I've had a couple like that and I think those are bad podcasts. It's bad hosting. It's bad, you know.
1: Yeah. I have had that happen once or twice and I feel like we kept it in. Um and yeah. it probably wasn't our best episode. I kept it in too in the yeah. episode. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you do get better. You kinda of learn how to talk like I'm like right now I'll interrupt yeah. you and say
0: you learn how to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you learn how interrupt. to talk and interrupt and yeah. do it in a way that sounds like broadcasting, I think. That's right. So, That's yeah. Right. You sort, of, so wait for the, you sort yeah. of wait for the... Yeah, so if you, if you want to listen to... Um, nice, thanks. <laughs> no, um, if you want to listen to our podcast, I don't know how yours is, but the first 10 episodes are, are not my best work. Totally, yes. By a long shot. So if you listen to the first yeah. episode of Helping
0: Sales Radio, the intro before the music says, um, I say something like, I think we're gonna, we're gonna take at least a 100 of these before we get any good. And Sarah yeah. said, well, why don't we start with number one? That's how we started the show. Our, our intention, we knew we were gonna be bad for 99 episodes and we just baked that into our attitude and we said, and we're gonna do a 100 before we even decide if we're gonna do, what we're gonna do with the show. So, you're gonna be See, bad. I just
1: went barreling in with totally unearned confidence and like started doing them. And then yeah. I looked back on him and I was like, oh, that was terrible. Nobody <laughs> goes back to the old episodes, right? I, I listened to him and then I listened to a few and then I won't listen to anymore. No, I don't know. go back oh, and maybe. listen after I, after the editing is done. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. Okay, how yeah. about one more guest, one more oh, favorite episode okay. each. Um, okay, you do yours. Do you mind? Mm-hmm. I have two left and I don't know which one to pick. I think, um, I'm gonna pick one that's not customer success. So um, there's a a guy named Jay Akunzo and he wrote a book called uh, Break the Wheel. And he was challenging the value of best practices and saying that why do you wanna do what someone else does? And why do you wanna do something that was a best practice? Because if you hear about the best practice, it was what someone did five years ago, right? And they planned that five years before that. (laughs) Now you're back in the 70s, and really, that's your best practice? And so what he was saying is, we should use more intuition. Your goal is not to find the best practice, your goal is to find the best solution to what you want to accomplish. And yes, you can learn from what other people do, but you learn from that, you ask questions, and then you use intuition to make a decision that works for you. And so I just thought that was an interesting insight that he talked about. um, Yeah. Throwing the best practices, because we we throw that word around like, Yeah. like, Like, you know, the. Other four letter words, but yeah, that was a really good episode. Yeah, and he wrote a book, and he's, of course, really good at explaining why that matters to him. And, and yeah, uh, and it was a good book, too, and all that. Oh,
1: that's cool. Yeah, I, I like that you guys do a lot of authors, you do authors too. on yours. That's yeah. cool. I like to read, so I think that's interesting when you actually hear from them. Have you the ever writer. bought
0: a book from an author you heard on Helping Sales Radio?
1: I have not, I have had, I think, a few You've books, though, on. already. Uh, oh, are you trying to sell the book? Yes, I'm trying
0: to sell the book. Do you get
1: a kickback for no.
0: the book sales? <laughs> Amazon associates like, a, like three cents on a book. Yeah, yeah. No, I do not. But yeah, um, yeah.
1: No, I, I was thinking. I've had a lot of really good episodes, and so it it was hard to kind of it go was. back and pick pick episodes that I. Was, I I'm looking at my like,
0: list of all, uh, um, and I just like oh I could pick yeah. Anyway,
1: I think. I mean, I'm just gonna say Irene. Like, I feel like the first one you and I did because you and I have done a couple of them. She's we, been on twice? She's been on twice. She won't yeah. come on my show anymore. She's um, been on once. I know. Um, no, Irene and I talked about um, the, the way that your generation impacts how you engage in the workplace. And I, I find myself still thinking back to that episode as I'm working with people in our field because I we work with a lot of different kinds of companies and they have CSMs and leaders that are in all different generations you know, baby boomers, Gen Xers, millennials, Gen Z is coming online right now. It's this crazy, that's my daughter's generation. And so I I think about that a lot because I think it has a direct impact on how we engage with our customers because I think that this, the younger generations that are coming into buying positions in our field, They're our customers now, and so the expectations that they have for how they're going to engage with companies, you know, as a buyer, is high. I mean, we all as consumers have very high expectations for how we're going to engage with our brands that we buy, and I think that that has now crept into B2B. And so, I find myself thinking about that episode a lot because I think that that heavily plays into why customer success is so important now. So that was a great episode. I liked that one. I have not another question for you. Okay, hit me. Okay. No, I'm the, nervous. This is a tough one. You ready?
0: No, I'm not ready.
1: <laughs> I haven't this out what, yet. What's the biggest thing that you've learned from having done all of these podcasts?
0: You think I'm that self-aware? I have no idea. Uh, honestly, I don't think of it like that. I just like do the next one. I think, frankly, I think that um, it's that I can do it. Uh-huh. And that's, it's nothing more than that. Like, yeah. I, you look back, there's 147 episodes, really? Yeah. That's impossible. When you start, uh-huh. it's like, you see these other podcasts out there that have hundreds and hundreds, and you think, it, it's just impossible. How could you do that? And then one day you wake up and there's, and they there. That's, that's it.
1: Me when we hit fifty, I was I, I was thinking, how on earth? Yeah. When we only release every other week, are we already at fifty episodes? And I'm like, that's two years worth of work. Yeah. You know, and it just goes by like that. Yeah. Well, you know the thing
0: about the, uh, this is the thing about anything, like learning anything. Like you read a book, and how much do you remember of the book you just read? Right. Like, I will admit it. I remember practically nothing. Like one percent. Like I just go, <laughs> I just go on to the next book. And it's the same with like the podcast. I, I spoke with the law, Harvard law professor Heidi Gardner. Hello, she came onto my show, and I can't remember. I have to go back and listen again. It's just like in the moment I'm, I'm listening. I've I'm mentioned I have some notes, but how many of you go back and look at your notes? Like I don't. I'm sorry. I moved on to the next. So I'm embarrassed kind of to say that, but I just want to move on to the next, and then learn in that moment, and then move on to the next, and maybe I learned a few things. And uh, I, I, I guess I'm not that introspective
1: well so i got the chance because i'm the one that designed the questions i got the chance to think about what my answer would have been to that
0: what is your answer
1: it's better than yours (laughs) (laughs) no my (laughs) scripting is good no my um what i what i was thinking was if I had to think back about all the episodes we've done, I think the biggest thing I've taken away, and I don't, I think this is because we're we're a very customer success focused mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. is that every team is different in our field, still very different, and I think that that's okay. I think that there's kind of a push sometimes that we put we put a push on ourselves. I think in our field to try to be the same as and to try to standardize things and and to try to have customer success be similar uh, from company to company. And I have thought about it a lot and I think there's some things that make it inherently different from like sales where you can somewhat cookie cutter a sales organization. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can do that to a CS organization is what I've arrived at and I think that that's okay. I think there's you can have models that work across different kinds of teams but I think that the differences in our field are really interesting and I don't think they're bad. Yeah. And maybe that's because of where we are as a field right now um, in our life span, but I actually think part of it is because the customers we work with are so different from yeah. each other too. So I think mean, that's my big takeaway from just hearing all the stories about all the cool things that all these leaders are doing. It's really different. Yeah. And I think that's great. And it's fun to hear about all the things people are trying.
0: Okay, well, here you go. Here's a benefit of the podcast. So I I hear that, and then I go back to the Jay Akunzo episode and and the best practices. He's kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. He's saying, wait a minute, just because that's how it's done there with these eight cousins doesn't mean you have to do it that way. Like, relax. You don't have to follow that model. You can use a model and tweak three things and be just as good or better and do your thing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, relax. It's okay. Yeah. You can do it your way. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. I think that's a wrap. So uh, this is how I end Helping Cells Radio. Well, that's it for us. This episode may be over, but we can continue the conversation on Twitter with the We have our own hashtag Helping Cells. Fancy. And on Twitter, I am at Bill Cush on Twitter. What are you?
1: I'm at Kristen Hare.
0: At Kristen Hare on Twitter. And if you like the show, or maybe you just like Kristen or me just a little bit, why don't you go on over to Apple podcast or Stitcher or Google Spotify Play. or Google Play or wherever yeah. you get your podcast and leave us a review. That really messes with the algorithmy thingy and helps us spread the word about the show. And if you like this episode, why don't you please share it with someone you love. Like it. Thank share it. Thank you for listening it. to this episode and Thank, so Thank you so much.